Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Glad you're with us today. We're in studio. We've got a a great topic we think uh, we hopefully find interesting. It's about people-pleasing. And it's something that I think all of us probably do to a certain extent. I know I've had some you know, worse spots in my life than others. And hopefully I'm not in a spot right now that I'm total people pleasing all the time, but it's something that's pretty prevalent in in society today. And Jennifer's done a lot of research on some different things and we've come up with some different ideas about what that means and kind of identify for, gosh, am I a people pleaser? I don't know. Well, we've got a little bit of a test that we'll kind of go through and you can ask some questions uh, about that of yourself. So we'll just kind of jump into this topic like we always do and this is maybe one, um, you know, our, our podcast, we've always said, let's work on the relationship that matters most with your spouse, with your family, and then with yourself. This might be one that's in the self category a little bit is to say how to be healthier yourself. And certainly people pleasing is not a healthy way to live your life. And there's a lot of people that keep doing it and doing it, doing it. So let's just kind of jump into it, babe, and um, talk to us like what what is people pleasing, as dumb as that sounds? Well, I was thinking about this, and it's really when what you say on your outside is different than how you feel on your inside. So you say yes to something, but inside you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do that. I don't have time to do that or whatever. Um, And I think if you really think about it, you're basically lying. And people think like, oh, I'm not a liar. I'm not a liar. (laughs) But if you say you will do something and inside you really don't want to, that is lying. You're lying to yourself. So I think it's a really um, destructive behavior, especially people that that's how they define themselves. And I've heard of people like, oh, I'm a people pleaser. It's not a great thing to be. It's it's not like a badge of honor, in my opinion. So if you find yourself saying that you're a people pleaser, really, I think it would be important to figure out what is going on for you. Um, yeah, because sometimes a lot of those people, they, they're they not that happy. Like if, if you look and say that they live their life to be a total people pleaser, they want to please their spouse. They want to please their kids. They want to please the PTA. They want to please their parents. They want to please their ecclesiastical leader. They, yeah. Whatever it is, like they're just people pleasing all the time. Yeah. It's like, well, what about you? Yeah. Like, what you're makes living, you happy? You're living your whole life for someone else or something else, and you're damaging the relationship to yourself. So you're even just losing – you don't even know who you are because you're so focused on controlling everyone else's emotions. Mm. And it's really impossible. You, we can't control if we do something and they're happy or not or they're excited or not. We can't control that. They may be. I worked in um, the PTA for a long time. And I don't know. That was probably part of people-pleasing for me that I said yes to all these obligations and things and really let things at my home I didn't do really what I wanted to be doing at home because I would, was always volunteering or, you know, th- you know that was a whole other issue. But I really think when I would ask someone, hey, can you bring donuts for the um, Halloween party or ask them to do things, a lot of times people would say, 
yes, and then time for the party. No there were no show with no the donuts. No show with yeah. the donuts. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. And that put a lot of stress on me. And it's like, wait a second. You need to speak your truth. If you really can't, I would much rather someone tell me no to my face or an email or a text if you aren't brave enough to do it to my face instead of say yes and then totally flake. Because we, yeah. it's like two issues. You can't be honest with what you have capacity for in your life. And then you become a flake and you the person that you just said yes to and didn't show up, they have lost respect or, you know, lost confidence in you. Yeah, because then you don't know, like, are you really bringing the donuts to the party? Like, we, we have a relative that that was a problem for years where it'd say, hey, we're, we're making dinner. You come over for Sunday dinner. It's like, yeah, I'll be over there soon. We wouldn't hear from this person for four days later. Like, the, like I, I wonder if they're coming or not. You know, but the, they. <laughs> we figured out after a few oh, yeah. hours that he but wasn't it, coming. But. Yeah, but but you start to realize is to say that that person really really would love to say yes. Right. Would love to say yes to us, but reality was, no, they've got a conflict or something else happening, and so the easiest thing they thought of at the time was, let me just say yes. Right. And I think I can see this like with people like watching someone else's kids. We don't have little kids now, but you know, back in the day, do play dates or whatever. Will you watch my kid for two hours? Sometimes that was great, but are you saying yes when you're like, oh, I don't really want to? And I think um, how to gauge if you're being honest with yourself, are you feeling resentment while doing it? Mm. If you're going to feel resentment or like obligated. Because no one wants to feel resentment and obligated. So if you can't do the service or the ask or whatever out of love, out of you want to do it, and um, you're going to feel resentment and obligation, it's just better to say no. Yeah, this doesn't – and you don't have to be like a total jerk about it, right? Right. You can say, gosh, you know what? I would really love to. Normally I can. This week is terrible for me, to be honest with you. Or you know what I I would love to do that, but you know what I'm just not great at baking or what are not great at watching kids. I'd love to do something else. Like you right. could have a different. Oh, conversation. there's so many yeah. so many ways, and just but but being honest, like is this something you want to do? And if you do, then great. But otherwise, yeah, just looking internally and inside, because otherwise, if you say yes and do not mean it, you are telling a lie. Yeah, and and isn't it funny too when we say something like. That, that I am going to go do this, and then you – because you think – or you say yes, right? You say, yeah. yes, I'll be happy to do it, and you don't show up for it. You think by saying yes is the easiest thing to do, but reality is you live with the guilt, and then I've got to face that person again, and I yeah. flaked on the donuts, or I you, didn't pick up their kids you for – You create so much more drama for yourself, so and you become the victim. Yeah. And it's like no one was asking you to become a victim. They just wanted to know yes or no. And I think – if you find yourself as a people pleaser, um, looking inside yourself, probably have low self-esteem, something yeah, inside of that? you. Why do we do that? As- I think you're not meeting something, you know, do a checkup. What am I missing in myself? What needs am I not giving myself that is causing me to do this? Because you're probably avoiding something. You know, you're just not taking care of yourself. Would you say, too, I think sometimes with people pleasing – I know I've I've been this way, and, and maybe you have, maybe our listeners have, I don't know, but 
sometimes when I have tried to people please, it's because maybe I'm missing something. Let me give you an example. Maybe I need some praise and stroking mm-hmm. in some aspect of my life. And you're nodding your head over there, so I'm probably hitting on something that's good. Um, hey, I figured something out here. This is good. <laughs> um, but I would say that it, for me, when I've done that, I'm seeking some stroking and praising, and I'm maybe not getting it at work. Maybe I'm not getting it with my spouse or my kids. So let me go find it someplace else that someone can say, damn, you are the man. You know, you brought the donuts or whatever it is. Right. And which is huge. That's a huge people pleaser well, thing to go. do. There right? you go. I told you. <laughs> told you. Confessional. I had some issues. And instead of learning to validate yourself, and of course, we all want praise and stuff. But if you're doing it only for... Selfish the, re- it's almost selfish, selfish reasons. reasons. Give and me the glory, baby. Yeah. So did you see? You know, the, did you see the donuts had sprinkles? Yeah. Extra sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. You know, taking people out to dinner and paying for it, which is fine, which is nice. But are, what, what are the reasons why you're doing that? Are you doing it to get validation? To say I'm the man. I'm the. I'm awesome. I can afford this. You know. So yeah. That's a perfect example. Yeah, what what other examples? <laughs> what what are some questions that we can maybe well, I ask think, ourselves? Um, you know, you feel responsible for how other people feel. I think a lot of times. So say that again. You feel responsible for how other people feel. Okay. So I'm going to say yes to you. So you're going to like me, and you're going to be happy. I'm going to solve your problem. But really, you said yes, and. You don't know if you solved their problem or not, and you just caused all sorts of problems for yourself because you're like, oh, my gosh, I said yes, and now I have to find a babysitter. Now now I've created all these problems for me. Instead of, like, thinking about it, like, can I really do that? And um, I don't know if I made you happy with that, to be honest with you. I mean, right. you might have just checked a box and said, good, someone can set the chairs up. Great. Yeah, so I think if we think we can control someone else's emotions, how they're going to feel, we can't. And so when we try with people placing, yeah, it can backfire on us. Um, You feel burdened by the things you have to do. So, you know, you complain about it. You, someone asks you to do something and you say yes, but then you're like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this, this, and this. And you, it just becomes, become the victim. You feel burdened. You feel right. Like, we like to put that badge of honor and look at all the things And then you want to blame it on and... the person that asked you to do something that you said yes yep. to. Yep. <laughs> guilty, guilty is charged with that for sure is that you do, you, you take it on. And again, if I, and if I, to your point earlier, I wouldn't feel resentment or anger or frustration or any of those things. If I truly wanted to do it, instead I do it and then I just bitch and moan about the whole thing I got to go do. Right, yeah. right. And a way, you know, sometimes I was thinking um, my daughter and I work at the same place and she asked me to work for her. And I think if it had been someone else that asked me and I said yes, I would be irritated. But because it was her, I'm like, you know what? I want to do that for her. She really wants to go to the football game. I would like to go to the football game too, but I can – I can give that. I can work for her so she can have that experience. She's in college. Yeah. I'm not in college right now. So it just depends on your why. Why are, why are you saying yes? Yeah, true. And true. do you have the capacity? Yes, you can, still, you can still make the situation good and right and can be win-win. It's the why of why am I doing this. Yeah. You are not doing that 
to gain the praise of our daughter right. or to be seen by the, this amazing coworker. Right. I'm was, doing it because yeah. I love her and yeah. I want to help her out. Yeah. Um, some people, they say they can't say no. Well, it's maybe mm. uncomfortable for you to say no, mm-hmm. right? I think everyone, and if, if this is you and your people pleasing, you feel like you can't say no, practice saying no to smaller things. Oh, good. And I think practicing that can help you say no to bigger things because I think a lot of people take things on because for some reason they find it hard to say the words no. Yeah, because they haven't been accustomed to it. They grew up in a household that no one ever said no. We said yes to everything. And all of a sudden it's like, no, I I am I cannot do that. I'm not my mom. I'm not my dad. My chemical composition is differently. My workload right now is through the roof. Like whatever it is, you're like, it's okay to say no. Or maybe it's even say, how about not now? Yeah, and I think people that have this problem, they then fake an illness or they just make an excuse. I mean, they put themselves... They can't say the word no, so then they end up putting themselves into you oh, know, it's a work so yeah. many other problems. Yeah, they put themselves in themselves. a worse. Yeah, so it's like again, we kind of came back to this where it's like the easiest thing to do is let me just say yes, I'll do it, but you're actually putting yourself in a worse position. Either you're you're going to resent it potentially if you really can't do it, or I've got to face this person again, or I don't show up, or whatever. So yeah, it's like it's you're avoiding you're avoiding. A harder conversation. Yeah, the inevitable. Yeah. And the um, another one, you go to great lengths to avoid conflict. I think no mm. one no one likes conflict, but in life, sometimes we have to have some conflict. And so you say yes or agree to do something, and then it just backfires on you. Yeah, because to your point, we see it as couples. We've probably done that. You do it at work. You could do it with your kids. How many times has this ever happened? It's like, hey, this never happened to us, I know. But like, hey, who can like take the whole herd of kids up to some place and then who can pick up? And like you volunteer and say, I'll do it. Totally wreck your whole weekend. And then your your spouse could be upset at you that you agreed to do that and whatever else. And so you've totally changed the whole thing because you agreed to do that. And we think that like it makes everybody else love you more or – Chances are probably doesn't, and you're irritated the whole time. Right? Great, I gave up play tickets, or I gave up going on a date with my spouse that I haven't been on forever, or whatever. And you then build up resentment, and you're angry. You're angry at the other parents that couldn't mm-hmm. pick up the kids. Like, why can't they ever pick up the kids? And the whole thing is it's opposed, because you always say yes. It's because you always <laughs> say yes, right? So instead, it's like saying, "Hey, I can drive one way or the other," or I can't this week, but you know what? I will next week, and yeah. let's work all of that out. And so you can still be a part of it, but you're you're spot on with that. Mm-hmm. I know, not, not that's ever happened to us. But no, yeah. never. But um, a thing I was thinking, um, for whatever reason, people in our neighborhood love sushi, and so we get invited to sushi a lot. And Kevin and I do not like sushi. Sorry, sorry, friends, if this is a confessional. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think we luckily are able to say, you know what, we would love to go to dinner with you, but not sushi. And I think actually we've we've actually gone to sushi before and we realize like Or we you know, find something else yeah, on the find menu. Find something else on the menu. But we realize, okay, that's not our thing. That's not how we want to spend our Saturday night is eating sushi or going to a sushi restaurant. Which is good because you knowing what you like, who you are, have the confidence to say 
no, we don't want to do that. And it's okay. And it doesn't mean you don't love that person. It doesn't mean you don't want to spend time with them. It doesn't mean anything. We should probably be better in that regards of saying, mm -hmm. speaking our truth a little bit more, saying just yeah. that. Hey, I'd, I'd love to be able to spend time with you. Can we pick a different restaurant? Or or if that's a restaurant you're totally set on, awesome. Can we hook up with you later or connect with you later? I think if you said hook up with you later, that's probably a weird <laughs> thing these days. But can we, can we connect with yeah. you later? Um, to be able to, to have a good night together. Yeah. And knowing what you're, who you are, what you want to do, because I think a lot of times you lose your identity. If you are a people pleaser, you kind of like just go with the flow. Whoever, yeah. whoever that person is, you are, cause you just want to, in your mind, you think if I can please, I'm going to please them and make them happy. And you can even do it. I mean, would you say that it can be so difficult or so detrimental to your own identity that you really you kind of lose your identities because you're you're pleasing people with religious beliefs or political yeah. beliefs or whatever just like yes you know you're you're saying yes to all these things or you agree with everything and again you don't have to be a jerk about something but you can certainly understand who you are and you can listen mm -hmm. and respect different beliefs but not give into that and whatnot. Right. What and I, I just think I really did this in our marriage. I thought I'm going to be the person I think Kevin wants me to be instead of who I wanted to be or who I thought I should be as a LDS mom of four kids. And so I think I lost out years because I thought I was pleasing. You know, I thought I was doing what everyone else thought I should be doing, staying at home, and I realized now that, no, I want to work. I want to have a career. I want to – there's things in my life I want to do. I want to wear cute clothes. I don't want to wear yoga pants. And Unless I, we're going to yoga. <laughs> then, you have to get, then you have the proper Unless time. we're going to yoga. But you know what I mean? Like I want to get up. And for whatever reason, I had this image of what I thought I was supposed to be. And that was really – going against who I really was. I think, you know, I grew up in Colorado and I liked being different as far as my religion goes. I stood out that way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's here. Everyone's the same, at least in our neighborhood. We feel like, you know, a lot of people are the same religion. It's, it's pretty homogenous. It's homogenous. It's not everywhere. That's the stereotype but, that I'm saying. But anyways, I just think sometimes different is good. And for me... I kind of got lost in the same the same mold that I was thinking I was supposed to be and I realized, you know what? No. This is not who I'm I'm miserable. I'm not happy, which therefore didn't make you happy. Anyways, it just turned out better once I could get out of that mindset of trying to please everyone else but myself. Yeah. And cuz because then I I didn't please anyone. That's what I was gonna say. Like no one, no <laughs> and, one or myself. <laughs> you're you're at the bottom of the barrel yeah. now. You're trying to please everybody else more times than not. You actually end up pleasing maybe no one yeah. or a couple people, but you're kind of miserable in, in that regard a little bit. And I'm not saying you, just people right. in general. That's what I've seen. Um, I think that I lived a big chunk of my life wanting to please, you know, people that maybe I really looked up to and admired a lot, and I was living my life for them. And what they wanted me to do, and I'm still working on this, you know, I'm still working on this, but I think to try to lessen that as much as possible and just say, you know what, I, I want to live my best life. 
not the life that you want me to have or I perceive you to have. And we're, we're trying to teach that to our kids. We've had some amazing breakthroughs where having our kids just tell us like, you know what, like, I might not want to serve an LDS mission. And we're like, oh, okay. Like they felt that pressure that we were instilling that on them to like, please us to do that. And other people, you know, in our, in our family we've talked to, and they maybe they've done some things serving missions and didn't want to be, they did it to please somebody else. And whatever it is, is to say, to have some great conversations with kids to say, I don't care that you go to X school or Y school or we want you to be happy. We want you to live your life. We're trying to help shape and mold that, but you go live your life. And, mm-hmm. that, and I think hopefully that's trying to help them not be people pleasers for everything. Yeah, and it, it's it's so important. And I think um, the cure for people pleasing. Yeah, what is the cure for this? Because like, we have the yeah. problem now. Like, so look, in the last few minutes, let's wrap up. What's yeah. a good cure? To have a love for others because in life, just like, you know, we're, we are going to do things that we may not want to, but we're going to do them because we love other people. We want to help them doing it for the right reasons and learning to love ourselves. And I think when you can get authentic and vulnerable and connect with people, that's when your true self comes out and you're pleasing yourself. And then ultimately you're connecting better and having a better connection with the other person. And I I definitely, as you said that with our kids, I feel like that's been huge because in their mind, I think kids always want to make their parents happy and please them. But they have their own view, too, of what they want to do and what they want to make out of their life. And so if you can teach that this to your kids, it's, yeah, it's like, really like great. Yeah, like you know, a child, a son or daughter might not want to take over the family business. Yeah. You know, like you could be wrecked by that. But guess what? That's their life. Like they can go be people-pleasing and resent and regret. Like even it could be a great income, but it's like, you know what? Go be true to themselves. They might find some other way. Yeah. I feel like there's so many movies that – you know. Oh, probably. Yeah. So yeah, like it's like movie <laughs> just, after movie of like I'm pleasing just, your parents. Yeah, yeah, no. But um, you know, and the opposite. So an opposite is to be authentic. So learning to be authentic to yourself, to who you are, who you want to be, and not worry so much about who you think other people want you to be. And what it also do you think as a parent, I liked what you said about vulnerability. If I can become vulnerable with our kids and just say, hey guys, Go live your life. And I truly mean that. You know, I haven't always felt that way, probably. There are times like, no, you kind of have these dreams and thoughts. Like, you have your child's, like, you know, life (laughs) mapped out until, like, you're dead. And then it's on, then they take it from there. But I think that if you say, no, you know what? Not all who wander are lost. Like, you might discover something along the way. And I'm here to support you and love you and try to keep you out of harm's way. And, Come give counsel and advice and and guidance, uh, support, certainly. But to have a frank conversation with them is to say, this is your life. Like, how can I support you in this? Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? What are some things that make you happy? And and to really provide those opportunities as opposed to making them like to come ski with me or force right. them to golf with me because – and then they do it and they resent it and they don't yeah. want to go do it. And, and then, yeah. you know, the the connection, the authenticity is lost, right? If they're just doing it to make you happy because they don't they're they're resentful yeah. and obligated. And no one wants to live like that. Right. So, and, the, and the reason I'm trying yeah. to get them to do this is that we can feel connected and loved here. And it's and like, it no, I'm feeling opposite. resentment and yeah, <laughs> anger. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah. And so I think being authentic and to really just kind of explain your why um, mm-hmm. and really to try to help love them. And so I love that that is is that's the cure. Uh, yeah. If you are, if you find yourself people pleasing, I mean, no one, we do it, all of us do it at some time or another, but some of us are probably do it more than others. So finding a way to practice saying no, to figure out who you really are, what you really want. So when someone asks something of you, maybe take a second and, you know, realize, do I have the capacity for this? Do I want to do this? Can I do it from love? And if not, say no. Yeah. Or, and, and or not f- right now. Or yeah, right. I, and you know, and you can, if you want to really be honest, say, you know what, I have these three things I'm already doing right now. Thank you so much for asking. Can you ask me again? And so being honest with that person, if you feel comfortable telling them the reason why, that might help you be able to own your truth. But I think it's it's such a valuable thing to try to break free of. Love it. I think you did a lot of great research, and hopefully that's helped listeners today with that uh, really important concept of trying not to people-please in our life. And, babe, thanks for the uh, time you did in preparation for this. A lot of great stuff. Friends, one of the greatest compliments that you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 